I can hardly believe it, but we've arrived at that time of the week and indeed this time of the year when I press buttons this end in the Armageddon headquarters of Siren Radio, my back bedroom, and see if we can make one final connection before Christmas and the New Year to the man who's normally in the man cave. But today he's not. He could be rubbing shoulders with Marilyn Monroe, Cary Grant, Goldie Horn, Kurt Russell and Leonardo DiCaprio. Some of those would be a bit of a challenge. Why? Because... Added to that list of Illuminati is Bruce K. Rosenblum in Palm Springs. Are you there, Bruce? Uh, hopefully I'm here, Andrew. I know that we've had some spotty Internet connection this morning. We uh, we have, but but we can hear you clearly. You're coming through 1010 or whatever the expression is. So um, normally we have a great long list of grumbly things to talk about, but you've decided you don't want to do that, haven't you? Yeah, we could talk about coronavirus. We could talk about... Biden not getting his uh, Build Back Better plan. We could talk about um, the the climate change that's causing tornadoes and freezing temperatures and heat waves and rain and flooding in this country and around the world. We could talk about, you know, the distribution issues with the ports and all of us not being able to get, you know, petrol and gasoline at, at reasonable prices. But why do we? Well, it's Christmas and, and we should we should be more upbeat and more happy. We've been thankful that we've been getting through this pandemic and thankful that we've had our friends and availability to, to, to talk on Skype and Zoom to keep our connections and relationships alive. So let's let's go down that road today and, 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 and give the bad stuff a break for a week. I heartily agree with you because we've got some seriously bad figures in this country and France has just decided it doesn't want anybody to come across from the UK to visit at Christmas. They're closing their borders from uh, the beginning of uh, Saturday morning. So, yes, let's be let's think of reasons to be cheerful. So where do you want to start, Bruce? Well, I'm, I'm starting here from Rancho Mirage, California. It's about, uh, two, I'd say what, Jackie, about three hours from from our home at the Man Cave in Woodland Hills. Um, it's, it's nestled. It's a community nestled next to Palm Springs, and um, Rancho Mirage is where all the celebrities used to hang. You know, we're on Bob, <laughs> we're, we're on we're located on Bob Hope Drive here, which is right off of Frank Sinatra Drive, um, and Dinosaur Street, and all the streets around here with the celebrities. So um, the only shoulders I'll be rubbing with Frank Sinatra is um, when I push the uh, a crosswalk button on, on his <laughs> avenue. But but. But uh, a lot of the celebrities had homes here, and they do have a big Palm Springs Film Festival, which takes place here. And it's and they do. Um, and, and, and close by here, they have a, um, the Coachella Music Festival, which is kind of like the Woodstock for the new millennium, I guess. Uh, fantastic. So they have I, a, lot of, a lot of entertaining stuff that goes on here. But I'm, the weather, as we talked about around the world, has been crazy. But I'm telling you right now, it's probably, I want to say, in the 50s, maybe. Oh, I'm correct, Dan, correct. It's 39 degrees Fahrenheit right now. It's clear as a bell, and I'm looking at a mountain range with snow-capped mountains, Andrew. It's mm. the most beautiful sight. So it's, um, you know, so we, we, we've woken up to a beautiful morning, and hopefully it'll, it'll be a beautiful day that leads into a wonderful uh, Christmas holiday and New Year's for everybody. We are incredibly jealous, and I have to say I've got a message for you from one John Ketley. John Uh-oh. Ketley. Well, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's an apology, actually. And it's my mistake. Last well, week. 
<laughs> well, last yes, I know. Last week when we recorded his program, which was a week late because the previous week is the annual getting the Christmas tree into the Ketley home. So we couldn't do the broadcast the previous week. I had trouble with our connection, so it wasn't particularly good. So we had to do a slightly shorter program. And when we were going around the world, which is the second bit of the program, he always likes to give a special bespoke forecast for Woodland Hills. And he would have mentioned the incredibly wet weather that you've had early this week. So I'm, I bet you're really glad you got out of Palm Springs because it's been unseasonably damp, hasn't it? It has, but um, it, it's, it's it's crazy weather patterns. And, you know, I'll, I'll leave it to, to, to Mr. <laughs> Kelly to explain it. Yes. To explain but, it to us. but when we left, it was it was about 60 degrees yesterday and sunny. But um, apparently we're going to be hit with another big rainstorm uh, early early possibly today there and then early next week again the temperatures are dropping now so we're constantly in the 50s and 60s with temperatures dropping to the high 30s low 40s at night now another friend we've had on this program and not on ours but on john's is joel myers who runs accuweather and i looked up palm springs on accuweather and it's got a great big sun across the next three or four days and your temperatures could get up into well near enough to 70s it's fantastic for you um Yes, but it's at the same time, you know, when you when you go through the Christmas season, you, you want it to be a little gloomy. You want it to be a little snowy. You want, you want that, <laughs> that, that still. Um, and I guess that's the beauty of living in Southern California and that that um, it's generally always sunny. And, and, and when it gets cold, it just gets brisk. But it's um, it's it, it, let's put it this way. If you if you're spending a lot of your time watching the Hallmark Channel and all their Christmas <laughs> movies, um, <laughs> you know them do anything from from the los angeles area the closest they do a, a movie from in california is they go up to um like uh, big bear <laughs> up to the mountains where they where they do get some snow but other than that you're seeing them in new york and chicago and in in, in up in seattle and massachusetts where they do get a lot of snow and they in 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 the small towns that they do their their movies from are very they look like Christmas cards. That's but, uh, but but in our in our community, it's um it's summer all year round. Well, you're selling it well. You talk about the Hallmark Channel. We have channels over here uh, dedicated to Christmas movies. And you come out of the movie business. You used to work for Warner Brothers. And I wonder whether you like me watch these movies and you say, well, that's not real snow. And you can tell because it doesn't look right. And sometimes when it snows, the snow goes up rather than going down because it's so warm. The stuff they're using for snow floats upwards rather than going downwards to the ground. And it, it just never looks quite right unless you do, as you say, go to New York, which can get blisteringly cold or indeed mm -hmm. Washington or Chicago. Do you remember that a couple of years ago when they showed you that reporter who poured water out of his glass bottle, which froze before it even hit the ground? So they get seriously bad temperatures up there, don't they? Uh, they sure do. And, uh, and you're right about the fake snow. That, that's, that's always <laughs> a little disturbing. But, um, but, you know, you have to you have to kind of look. You have to remember it's uh, creative license. It's the movies and uh, they do their best to make it look real. Right. I also remember going around the Warner Brothers tour, the mm -hmm. guy was telling us there's a, a street which is used for almost every movie you ever need an American type street on. And they can either sew the leaves on or take the leaves off the trees. The trees don't actually grow. And I just thought, right. what do you mean? And he said, no, no, no. They have people who come around and dress the trees. Right. They dress the trees. And then what they do they, uh, on the um, on the New York street. They put these big, uh, like, barrels that are just, uh, like, with chicken wire on them, right? And yeah. then they fill it with 
white um, like confetti and they have someone that turns the drum on the top of the buildings and so what happens is the, the characters are walking down the street they start to turn the drums and the white stuff in the bin starts to fall and it looks like snowfall yeah oh you're you're you're, you're giving us all the insider track here now okay tell me you you're on bob hope crescent and you're on dinosaur lane or whatever what are you guys yeah. actually going to do in in palm strings what what's a normal day um, after you've finished doing a radio broadcast well first of all you're not going to believe what we did but we actually you know jackie and i are each on blood pressure medication <laughs> and, we, and we absolutely forgot to bring it with us so you're joking we got it all measured, we got it all measured out at home and and we forgot to actually pack it for some reason and <laughs> we're sitting there going now what are we going to do so our first mission this morning is to find a pharmacy that we can beg to let us have a pill for the day. <laughs> so we'll start off on our meds. But what we like to do here is we like to go. Um, first of all, there's a lot of Palm Springs is so different now than it was when my family first started coming here in the '60s, where it was really just desert and and there was just a you know um, Palm Canyon Drive was the main drag here, and there really was no Rancho Mirage, and there really was in in Desert Hot Springs there was a lot of like little motels that offered um, spas. You could go hot spring spas and things to go and just kind of chill and relax. Now it's it's a mecca for entertainment. Um, it's a mecca for gambling. It's a mecca for for uh, for great food and and boutique hotels. So there's a lot of places we can go to just kind of walk. We're going to meet my sister and Jackie's sister who both live here, um, and it's an interesting story about what, what how they ended up here. But we're going to meet my sister this morning for breakfast that she says is a little place that we can eat outside. And then what we like to do is go antiquing. We like to oh, wow. antique shops. I, I look for sports memorabilia and Jackie looks for, for things. And I think we might've told the story um, uh, about two years or so ago, but I'll, the last time we were here in Palm Springs, it was really strange. My sister didn't know we were coming, but she had a premonition that we were going to be here. Yeah. And lo we called her and said, hey, we're in town. How would you like to get together for dinner? And she almost fell out of her chair. She said, my God, I had a dream last night that you were here. <sighs> and I said, that's crazy. And so so we said to her, we said to her, look, we're just, there's an antique mall right up the street on Frank Sinatra Drive. It's about a mile from the hotel. We're going to go check it out. And we're walking around and Jackie goes in one direction and I go the other direction. And it's a big, it's a big, um, like antique area. So we're, we're, quite a distance from each other and i was finding some things and all of a sudden my phone rings and jackie says you've got to you've got to come here right away and i went what's wrong what's going on she says nothing just get, get here as fast as you can well where are you well, do you remember where we went we, we right by the entrance when you come and turn left and i'll be standing there you'll see me i go is everything okay she says yeah 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 just just get here so i told the guy i was negotiating with um i'll be right back and i go running like a crazy man to the to the entrance of the of the antique mall and i find jackie and she's standing there staring at four folding chairs and i said what's the problem here and she says those chairs i said what about them she said they're signed on the on, on underneath the seats and i said yeah so she says is that my signature <gasps> and i said it is and I said, that is the weirdest thing. I, she says, are you sure it's my signature? I said, it's absolutely your signature. It's the B&J that you used to write underneath all of the folding chairs that we'd use. <laughs> and we figured out, we figured out that those four chairs 
were given to us as a wedding present 43 years ago by Jackie's aunt. She bought us a Samsonite folding table, like a card table, yep. and four chairs. And what Jackie used to do is she used to write B&J in, in black marker underneath the seat. Because when we would have family functions, there were so many family members and everybody was bringing their chairs that we would know that there are, everybody would know their own chairs by the, by the initials underneath. And so she calls the house and she, and she gets Jillian, who was at our house. Says, Jillian, go in the garage and look at the folding chairs we have in the garage now. Take a picture of underneath the seat. And so Jillian took a picture and sent it to us. And it was an exact match. And so, um, and so Jillian said, well, you, know, he says, you guys have to buy these chairs and bring them home. Because in, <laughs> in, uh, in, in, in a spiritual way, you know, finding chairs means that somebody from, you know, who's passed on wants to have a seat at your table. And so Jackie and I bought back. spent $80 with $20 a chair discount. <laughs> but the whole place, the word started to spread throughout the antique mall that, that about this situation. And we had all these people coming to the, to the front of the store to see the chairs enough to tell the story. And so we bought the chairs back and brought them home. Oh, and when we got home, we went through our, 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 all of our photo albums, and we found pictures from our first year of marriage in our apartment when we had a Thanksgiving party or a, some, some kind of a, a holiday and had family over. And there were the four chairs sitting around the table. And, so, and, and they were in perfect condition. Andrew. They, were, they looked like they had been – I don't know when we got rid of them or who we gave them to, but they ended up – you know, um, uh, you know, 150 miles from our house, 43 years later. And, That's so we, an ex- and so we, so what we're doing today is we're looking for the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck with that. Um, it, that's a phenomenal story. That's a, that's a lovely, heartwarming this time of year story. Um, and I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, what are the chances? I mean, in the UK, the country is quite small, but you are talking about a country. They could have gone anywhere. They could have gone not 150 miles. They could have gone thousands of miles or they could have been trashed. And to suddenly come across them, I can imagine what Jackie felt. That's just heart-stopping moment, which reminds me that you must go and get your heart meds after you finish this broadcast. Promise me you do that. Uh, we're going to go do that. And then, um, you know, you're, we're talking about antiquing. One of the things I would love to do next time we come visit you is we've been watching this show on Netflix called The Repair Shop. Oh, yes, it's very popular. And it is – I love those kinds of shows to watch people who are such brilliant craftsmen take something that is that is old and made and just bringing it to life and the kind of detailed work that these that those artisans do at, at, at that uh, the facility that they have i think where is it in suffix is that where it is somewhere like that i'm not quite sure i could look it up whilst you're chatting but yes it is and one of the things i love is that there's that lovely emotional connection when they do the reveal at the end you know i, I feel a tear in my eye because um quite often they they did one for a special fundraising event called uh, children in need day um and they had this uh, young lad uh, who had some level of learning difficulties and he'd got a bear which he'd had for umpteen years and they redid it mm-hmm. they put the eye back they put the stuffing back they made new clothes for it beautiful the two ladies it was exquisite yeah, i watched them i watched that episode i saw that it was, oh, it was under- and you just go that is that's a that's a treasured moment and it's not just a great television moment it's a great within the context of where we're not talking about the bad things that are going on within the context of everything that's heartwarming and that reminds you 
of the real message of this time of year. And it, it reminds you that 99.999% of people are good people. Um, you know, last night also we celebrated our first Christmas party of the year. Ooh, um, hey you. We went, well, well, the reason that we're here is that halfway between our house and, and where we are now, a little town called Rancho Cucamonga. And anybody, <laughs> anybody old enough to remember the Jack Benny program? Oh yes. Remembers, remembers Mel Blank, who was the voice of Bugs Bunny in all the Warner Brothers car, uh, cartoons. He was a uh, he was one of the regulars on the Jack Benny program. And Jack Benny had this one bit that he would do where he, was, he would take a train trip. And every time he took a train trip, they'd say, all trains leaving for Anaheim, Azusa, and Cucamonga. <laughs> and it was this bit where it, it was always, wherever they were going by train, the last town was always, and he would, he would always put a big pause in between it. So this isn't the Internet. He would say, <laughs> we're, going to, we're going to Kansas City, St. Louis, and Cucamonga. And it just got to be this running joke every week. So, so we were actually in Rancho Cucamonga last night. Oh, fantastic! Uh, a friend of mine, friend of mine um, who I deal with in the with all my Dodger memorabilia, and it, it was a whole party for like Dodger fans and Dodger memorabilia collectors. And he had three um, former, well, one current and two former Dodger players there. And the one current player wore his World Series ring with all the diamonds, and it was un, unbelievable. But we had a wonderful time. Just it was a small group. It was they they did it outside. The, the, it was a catered, but this little Mexican restaurant that did barbecue chicken, pulled pork, and and tri-tip, and uh, homemade beans and potato salad, and it was great. And then they had, I mean, it was just they were doing autographs, and we got to just hang and talk to the guys. And um, and one of the, one of the things that happened is, um, remember my producer Mike. His, his wife, Jackie, um, uh, wanted, asked me to, to sell some of his memorabilia. Mm -hmm. They wanted to raise some money for her. And so I put some baseballs on, on the website for, for the sports uh, group that, that my friend runs. And the members of the group, they, they bought all the balls that we put up in, in a matter of hours. And um, I told them I would bring them all to the event last night so they could, I could give them out to everybody. And they said, how are we going to recognize you? And I said, I'll be the guy in the ugly you know, ugly Christmas sweater. So I have a very ugly Dodger Christmas sweater. I'll have to send you a photo of it. So, so everybody was coming up to me because they, you know, they, they saw me in the, in the sweater and, um, and it was really, it was really great. I mean, the, the group, the group is a very close knit group. There's, you know, there's a lot of members, but we got about 80 of them out there last night um, for the, for the Christmas dinner. And these people oh. are, you know, it's, it's nice to go to a group and there's no politics discussed. It's it's about collecting. It's about how everybody's family is doing. It's just it's what the Christmas spirit and what the holiday is supposed to be about. And we we met a lot of very nice people and struck up some friendships and, you know, and, uh, you know, got pictures and autographs. If you go on my I, I think I posted some some photos from from last night. You did. So you can kind of check out and look at the look at the one guy's ring. I think I took a picture of it. It's It's, it's crazy. It's nice to be a World Series champion. I'll tell you that. And um, but it was great. It was a really nice way. And then we got here. We, we pulled in. Let's see. We got it took about two and a half hours to normally it would take maybe an hour to get there. But it took about two and a half hours of the traffic yesterday to get to this place. We got there about six o'clock 
and we were done about nine. And then it took us another, when we left, we took about another hour to get out here to Palm Springs. So we checked in here about 10 o'clock last night and um, you know, turned in around midnight or so. And it's just woke up to this beautiful morning. So that's, that's where we're at. You know, we're just kind of getting into the Christmas spirit of things, trying to spread some good cheer and, uh, and goodwill. And that's, you know, that's what we're going to, that's what we're going to focus on. Uh, just let me take you back to something. Um, you said the food. Uh, I recognize pulled pork and uh, the chicken. Did you say tripe tip? Tri-tip. It's, um, oh, tri-tip. Like a... I thought you said tripe. And I'm thinking tripe and onions no. is something that we used to no. eat in Yorkshire, you know, on a bad day when you hadn't got much money no. for a bit of meat. Something uh, tripe is generally what I would, you know, when I burn something on the barbecue, it's tripe. <laughs> we used to give it to the dog. A tripe is actually the dried out tummy of a cow. It. Yes, it's, uh, it's it's a delicacy up north. No, so tri-tip. What's tri-tip? What is tri-tip, Jackie? It's almost like it's like a sliced steak. It's like a oh. big. It's like a. It's like a. It's almost like a brisket. It, it's a different part of the of, of the of the cow. <laughs> yes, but, I heard um, it. <laughs> Very good. And, and you, we throw it on the barbecue. But you know what I did for the first time? And you'll, um, I decided I wanted to cook. And so I invited the guys, my buddies from Starbucks over to start to kick off the holiday season. I told them, I'm going to go buy a prime rib and I'm going to cook a prime rib. I haven't done that probably. And when, when was the last time we did that? About 20 years ago, maybe. And, and we didn't do it very well. And so I went on, I went on, uh, I said, I want to, I want to cook a prime rib for the guys, you know, Kim and Steve and Sang and all the guys from, from Starbucks. And so they, they said, okay. And they came over and we, 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 we cooked. It was, we made a feast. We, we, we made, Jackie made uh, green beans and sweet, uh, sweet potato puree and mashed potatoes. And we made homemade bread and the smell in the house mm. was, was wonderful. And, and so we went and got this prime, this prime rib and meat's kind of hard to find and prices are going crazy but we were able to we have a little local meat market by our house and we got a nice prime rib and we i went on i went on youtube and i started watching videos on how to make a prime rib <laughs> and i have to tell you i found i found one that was perfect and easy and it was the it was it, it i'll tell you what if you listen to these people that know what they're doing and you follow their rules to the letter of the law you can't miss and let me tell you, it was the if you're into prime rib, um, there, there's some great YouTube videos out there. They'll tell you how to take the bones off and how to oh. how to season them, how long to cook them for, and it was it was really terrific. So I, I now, can now, I can I can smell and taste it even as you're talking. Oh, yeah. that sounds great. I talked about it. I want to go out and buy one and, and do another one, but it's um, they can be a little cost prohibitive in these in these times we're living in. But we oh. we did it anyway, and it was well it was well worth it. And then we were able to eat for for two days you know we had the, the brilliant the, stuff the actual beef one night and the bones the next night it was great oh oh don't don't yes well um, moving swiftly on i mean this is the time of year that you you want to celebrate and push the boat out so that's fantastic i love the and i'm sorry i misheard that i thought you said tripe not <laughs> try but never mind um we'll blame oh, the we have to keep an eye on the time we also got to keep an eye on the fact that so far the internet is still there Anything else you want to share with us before we say our goodbyes and uh, give greetings at the the time of year? Um, just you know, my, my only wish is that um, you know, it's we talk about this all the time at, at, at Starbucks every morning. You know, we see all the the craziness that's going on in the world, and it would be nice if we could just take a step back 
um, enjoy our friends and enjoy our family for, you know, for the good things and the kindness that they all do and not get into crazy discussions about politics and, and, the, and the craziness in the world and, and figure out how we can, you know, at least, you know, do one act of kindness, pay something forward that, that, that will, that will then, you know, just kind of replicate itself over and over. And maybe we can just get through this, 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 this horrible pandemic that we've been living through, um, you know, get people, you know, respecting each other and talking to each other again. That's, that's, that's really what I wish for this holiday season. And I don't think anybody would, would argue with that. I think that, you know, I think deep down, we all want that. We all want to get back to some sense of normal, um, the, the world's too complicated. There's too many weird things going on in the world, and we we do need to 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 work together as people and as countries to to make you know to make to make the place better. I mean, not just for ourselves, but for our future generations. I mean, you know, when you stop to think about what we're what we're leaving for our children and grandchildren, um, it, it, it's pretty scary. And and I don't like that feeling. And I know that a lot of the you know every morning when we meet and, and we have our discussions about what's going on, that's it always circles around to that. You know, it's like, what can we do to get people to start feeling good about each other? So when you go to a McDonald's and somebody looks at you the wrong way, they don't come and, you know, smash your windshield, you know, and, and it's just, there's, there's too many, there's too many bigger issues that are going on that we need to, to solve. And I'd rather see people on the, on the, on the right track, trying to just help figure out how to solve some of those problems just to make things better. You know, how do we can take care of our homeless situation? And get some of these people the help they need and the food they need and the clothes that they need to, you know, become more productive citizens in this country or in, or in any country around the world where that problem is, has reared its ugly head. And, that, you know, so that, that's, you know, that's that's what we do. That's what we're thinking about. And I think and that's what and that's what we want to see happen. So hopefully that, you know, Jackie and I will do our, our little bit to contribute to that. And, you know. And we have a voice. We have a voice on this program. And if you know one or two people hear it and act on it, then then that's great. That's all you can ask for. Absolutely. Well, as I say, this has been American Cousins. I didn't do the caveat at the beginning because I didn't know that the signal would hold. It's the 16th of December. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, that's when it was recorded at around about four o'clock with Bruce basking in the sunshine that is Palm Springs and Jackie in the background, which was nice to to know that Jackie's there. She's waving at all of our listeners, so if they can see her, just imagine her. And we are virtually waving and hugging you back, both of you. Thank you for everything you've done over the year that we've uh, we've just been through. Um, Almost back to back every week we've been on. The last couple of programs have received um, a huge amount of praise from people who've listened to them. They've been some tough subjects. So if folk want to go back and listen to some of the tough stuff, just go and have a look at American Cousins on Siren's Podbean website. You can find it through the, the uh, Siren online or just go to sirenradio.podbean.com. This will be up there. It'll also be part of our Christmas output. So I have to say it's have, my very great have, pleasure. Oh, you want to say something one, else? I have one question for you. And, and oh, go on. You- wrap up are you guys doing the lincoln christmas market this year i mean i remember you know that that was something that we we visited with you all the it, art arts and crafts and all the things that people were selling and getting ready well, for the whole i know it, that you did your broadcast it, from there we certainly have been part of that because it was on a couple of weeks ago it's always the first thursday friday saturday and sunday 
of December and it ran this year. Of course, it was cancelled last year. It was very popular and the Siren Radio News team did a really, really good job going round it and enjoying a bit of what they call glue vine and some of the bratwursts and the sausages and the uh, the donuts that are not very good for your hips and thighs, but taste absolutely delicious and hot chocolate with a little bit of added something and marshmallows. So, uh, yes, yes, we have. Uh, yes, we, we, we've done all that. Um, but as I say, thank you very much indeed for, for being with us all the way through last year and all the way through this year. It's been phenomenal. It's always great fun. People do react to to the programme, certainly saying to me, it's great to hear what it's like in, in the United States, because irrespective of everything else, there is a very strong tie between the two countries. And hopefully through this programme and through the podcast, we've been able to underpin that in some very interesting ways. So from everybody here at Siren, and particularly from me and from Debbie, who's across the corridor doing some other brilliant things at another place, which we shouldn't mention on Siren, can we wish you and your family all the very best, be safe, and we're keeping our fingers crossed uh, that you'll get the necessary drugs so that um, you don't end up um, having to drive all the way back to go get them. We're on it, that, Chief. We're on our way. <laughs> so very happy Christmas and a brilliant new year to you and yours. Uh, same. same. Thank you so much. And, and same to you. All of our love to you and Deb. As we, you know, as we affectionately call each other, we're brothers from another mother. We are tied very closely together. Our countries are very close. And, um, you know, we just we just love it and, uh, and, and enjoy the relationship. And, you know, again, you know, all the best. For a happy, Merry Christmas and a very happy, prosperous, safe and healthy New Year to everyone out, out your way.